From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. This is the WIA National News for week commencing June 24 and WKRP returns. Captive audience. There's something to be said for the power of radio, even if in this case it's not amateur radio. And even if, in this case, it's radio produced inside a remote high-security prison. The inmates here call their service the West Kimberley Regional Prison Radio Hour, or WKRP. No, not that WKRP, the name of the radio station in that wildly popular American TV series of some years ago, based in Cincinnati. This is radio programming that gives details on prison happenings. When it was launched last year, it was envisaged as a bulletin service of sorts for simple updates. But now the program is heard outside the West Australian's prison prison walls on community stations. The audience isn't a captive one, but the program's announcers are, at least until they've served their time. From the Kimberley, a quick hop, step and a jump across to Darwin. Good morning, this is Peter, VK8ZZ. I was lucky enough to be able to take time off work to attend the AGM on the Gold Coast last month. Having attended Handorf in 2017, I was very much looking forward to meeting people again, taking part in the forum events and seeing all the fascinating field displays on the Sunday. I was not disappointed. The AGM in 2017 had the feeling of an adversarial nature. This was not in line with my expectations of my fellow amateurs. At that meeting, individuals went out of their way to cause disruptions to the meeting, whereas the 2018 AGM was a very civilised and sober event. Matters raised at the meeting were discussed with civility and motions put were all passed on a show of hands. No one I spoke with on the weekend felt they were not able to have their say on the day. The draft minutes and video of the 2018 AGM are now available on the WIA website. The 2019 AGM and convention will be held in Sydney. In an effort to allow amateurs plenty of time to prepare for that weekend, the board are currently seeking expressions of interest for the 2020 event. We encourage all clubs in all states to consider putting their hand up for this event. Please write to the secretary at wia.org.au for more information. Lots of assistance is available. This is Peter, VK8ZZ in Darwin. VK2 plus VK4 plus VK5 equals a new VK3 ham. On the education scene, all it took was a phone call plus SARC. Duncan, VK2DLR, the Lismore-based Summerlands Education Officer, tells how a chance encounter whilst doing voluntary work in VK4 has led to another Foundation licence. A dormant interest in amateur radio was reawakened after Sue chanced to meet another amateur radio operator whilst working as a volunteer in Queensland. A quick search of the internet and a phone call from VK5WC put our traveller in touch with SARC. As flexible as ever, Sark Education quickly organised some study material for Sue and arranged an exam day. A week later, after a couple of hours revising some of the finer points of the Foundation syllabus, Sue sailed through the exam. We can now look forward to greeting a new VK3 Sark member as soon as the paperwork gets put through the system. Robert, VK3ARM, has just completed the WIA survey regarding the draft licence conditions determination submission to the ACMA. And now he has some comments of his own, worth a discussion point. G'day. A lot of hard work by the WIA has gone into that, and I have to admit that, as an advanced amateur licence holder, 
I'm disappointed that the WIA has had to frame these recommendations based on the input of so few amateurs, given the number of current members of the Wireless Institute of Australia and the number of Australian amateurs overall. In particular, I feel that 460-odd survey contributions to these matters makes it hard for the WIA to convince the ACMA that they are operating in the best interests of all Australian amateurs. The final comments for the Licence Condition Determination submission are currently available to view on the WIA's website at wia.org.au. Click on News and Events, go to News Releases and look for the final comments, WIA LCD submission heading. The WIA is calling for final input from you, WIA members or not, in a survey. Here's a chance to really make a positive difference to our hobby. Wouldn't it be nice to have thousands of final comments from Australian amateurs, not just a few hundred as has happened previously? So come on, go to it. You only have until the 30th of June. My comments here are not in the role of any position holder within the WIA, but as a concerned individual. I am a member of the WIA, Amateur Radio Victoria and the Ballarat Amateur Radio Group. I support the need for change as outlined in the submission. You should too. I'm Robert, VK3ARM. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, RAC, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Aris Ham Video Transmitter aboard ISS Defective. Gaston Bertel's Oscar November 4 Whiskey Foxtrot has provided an update regarding the condition of the Aris Ham TV system aboard the ISS. In mid-April, the Ham video transmitter on board the Columbus module of the ISS stopped working. Extensive testing was performed by the crew on June 1, 2018, which comprised connecting the transmitter to the second Aris LS-band patch antenna on the nadir of Columbus. The test was negative. Ground stations did not receive any signal from ham video. Since onboard repair is impossible, Aris is planning to return the transmitter to Earth. Bertels wrote, We hope this plan will be accepted by the space agencies and the cost of operations funded by sponsors. Schools and crew members performing educational Aris school contacts are delighted to use ham video. We will do the best to restart this service as soon as possible, and we will keep you informed on the progress. WRC 19 preparations underway. Preparations for the next World Conference in 2019 have continued over the past few weeks with meetings at ITU in Geneva and SEP Project Team D in Estonia. Volunteers from IARU and member societies have been engaged on two key agenda items of interest to amateur radio. Regarding a potential 50 MHz allocation for Region 1 and wireless power transfer for charging electric vehicles. Thailand Morse Biggest Challenge for Thai Intermediate Candidates Radio Amateur Society of Thailand President Jack Ree, Jack Hotel Sierra One, Foxtrot Victor Lima has provided an update on results of May 2018 Intermediate Class Amateur Radio Exam. 
there were a total of 70 candidates participating of which a total of 24 passed the theory and the Morse code components. Morse appeared to be the biggest challenge with only 25 candidates passing this component. From India, the role of Radio Hams in Mumbai monsoons. The Indian Express newspaper reports on invisible warriors who battle Mumbai monsoons. The warriors? Radio amateurs. The forces on the front lines of Mumbai's monsoon crisis management have a set of images that define their functions. The fire brigade invariably rescues youngsters stranded out at the sea at Bandra Fort. Employees of the BMC clear out fallen trees, guard open manholes and disinfect mosquito breeding spots. Hospitals witness queues of patients with waterborne diseases and the police are seen standing in waist-high water diverting traffic and the National Disaster Response Force frantically remove rubble from collapsed buildings working to save lives. All the while, there is no such picture to define the importance of a band of invisible volunteers who pulled the strings from the sidelines and ensured that lines of communications between the agencies never break down. For close to half a decade, amateur radio operators have worked side-by-side side with the BMC during monsoons. While they are kept on standby by the civic body in case of a disaster or torrential rain knocks down electricity and phone services... The amateur radio operators also perform a vital function by relaying information from all corners of the cities on days with forecasts of rough weather. This is a technical hobby, and our expertise is special, which common people do not have. During a disaster, communications are very important, says ham operator Sudhir Shah, Victor Uniform 2 Sierra Victor Sierra, a manufacturer of go-karts. The 71-year-old usually oversees operations from the BMC's Disaster Management Control Room, which has its own transceiver, directing his colleagues on the field and in other parts of the city. While phones and hotlines ring off the hook inside the control room and bring information from all corners of the city, Shah's messages have a far greater reach. This is a secondary channel of communication. We are highly mobile and independent. We are a voluntary service and we use our own equipment and always on standby, he adds. In the USA, the use of shortwave radio by financial markets. Bloomberg reports that financial market traders are using a supercharged version of techniques dear to amateur radio operators worldwide. On a 58-acre field that grew corn last year, two towers rising about 170 feet support a military-grade antenna shaped like a giant spider web. The array is pointed towards market centres in New York, London and Frankfurt, a third pole, topped with a single round microwave dish, is aimed at a data centre 16 miles away that powers one of the world's largest trading hubs, the Futures Exchange run by the CME Group Incorporated. Public records point to a probable explanation. Traders appear to be testing the idea of using shortwave technology to convey data between the CME facility and key exchanges around the globe, a few millionths of a second faster than rivals and that can be the difference between winning or losing in high-frequency markets, where the ferocious battle for being first continues to escalate. The secret project in Maple Park, Illinois, was discovered appropriately enough by a ham radio enthusiast, Bob Van Valzer, Kilo Echo 9 Yankee, Quebec. It remains shrouded in mystery. Even county officials and neighbours are unclear about its purpose. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News. It's Contact Sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. June 22-23, VK Winter VHF UHF Field Day. 
July 14-15 Worldwide IAA UHF Championship July 21 VKZL Trans Tasman Libyan Contest August 11-12 VK Remembrance Day Contest Now I'm going to replay an item originally voiced for the VK7 State News by Vince Henderson VK7VH Because of great participation from VK7 Amateurs they have taken out the Remembrance Day Contest State Trophy for 2016 and 2017 Can they take out the State Trophy three years in a row? The state trophy is awarded to the state with the highest aggregate score. How has VK7 achieved such results? For example, for us, it is the number of VK7 licences divided by how many logs are submitted. This is known as the participation rate. So, put simply, the more logs submitted from amateur radio operators in Tasmania, the better our chance is of winning the state trophy. The Remembrance Day Contest uh, date and time is set for 0300 UTC, that's local time 1pm, on Saturday the 11th of August 2018 until 0300 UTC, and that's local time of 1pm, on Sunday the 12th of August 2018. Full contest rules are available on the WIA website. Let me tell you about a simple way of making many contacts within a few minutes. Last year, a few local operators in Hobart made a concerted effort to do the band dance. What is the band dance? Well, it's an effort to work three-hour repeat contacts on many bands. Most of us had capabilities to work on 70 centimetres, 2 metres, 6 metres, 10 metres, 15 metres, 20 metres, 40 metres and 80 metres. We did the band dance by making contact on all these bands every three hours. During one such band dance, I achieved 24 contacts within a few minutes. We just started at 70 centimetres and worked our way down the bands. Do the band dance with a few others and your score will increase dramatically especially during the triple points available between 1am and 6am on Sunday. Will you commit to making at least 10 contacts on the 2000 RD contest? I do hope so. We have many amateur radio operators that listen to this broadcast. So, if you have taken in all I have talked about, will you make an effort to put in a log for the RD contest 2018? I do hope you will. Remember, submit your log. Electronic logs must be submitted within 14 days of the end of the contest and handwritten logs need to be posted within 8 days of the contest end. Most importantly, the RD contest remembers those that have served and those that have fallen. We must never forget them. This is Vince Henderson, VK7VH, Thank you for listening, and I look forward to working you during the 2018 RD contest. After the RD, it's down to the sea. August 18-19, Worldwide Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. August 25-26, VK Alarawail Contest. October 6, Worldwide Oceania X Contest. Now, what prefixes are on the horizon? Canada, VE. Members of the Rotarians, Remage Radio and Friends are now QRV with special event call sign VE3R from June 20 to 30 for the Rotary International Convention in Toronto, QSL via Bureau. Thailand, HS, 
in celebration of the 50th anniversary of the IAA Region 3, members of the Radio Society of Thailand, our QRV is HS50 IAA until October 31. Brunei V8. Members of the Brunei Dar es Salaam Amateur Radio Association, RQRV, with special event station V850IARU, until October 31, to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the IARU Region 3. QSLVI V85TL. Australia VK. The WIA has been able to secure a special event call sign VI50IARU3, which will be on air until the 31st of August to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the IAA Region 3. A large number of special event stations remain on the air worldwide celebrating FIFA World Cup 2018. Many awards are available for working various numbers and types of stations. Algeria 7X Special event station 7X2 FIFA is active until July 15 during the 2018 FIFA World Cup. QSL via operator's instructions. Taiwan BV Members of the Chinese Taipei Amateur Radio League are QRV with the special call BV18FIFA until July 15 during the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Australia, VK. Members of the Hellenic Amateur Radio Association of Australia will be active as VK18FIFA from Sydney on HF for the duration of the FIFA World Cup. Egypt, SU. Special event station SU18FWC is QRV until July 15 during the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Activities on all HF bands using CW and SSB. QSL via SM5 AQD. India, VU. Members of the Bangalore Amateur Radio Club are QRV with special call. VU 18FIFA until July 16 during the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Mexico, XE. Look for special event station 4A18FWC to be QRV until July 15 during the 2018 FIFA World Cup. QSL via Bureau. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4 FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3LED, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. First up, ATV. Move to new BATC video streamer. The long-awaited new BATC video streamer is now a reality. The streamer page has changed with a much larger viewing screen and simplified chat box. VK7AX has moved to the new streamer, and recent broadcasts during last week have produced some very encouraging results. Experiments have taken place with streaming at 1280 by 720 widescreen with good pictures filling the entire screen. A reminder that the WIA National News and the VK7 Regional News can be viewed as a slideshow with the associated audio file on the new stream. The link for the new BATC streamer is provided on the text edition of this broadcast. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Digital, the Reverse Beacon Network and FT8. A few weeks ago, several prolific reverse beacon network, RBN, nodes began spotting FT8 signals using the combination of WSJTX and an unreleased aggregator version 5. The purpose of this limited alpha test was to get a feel for the load and other implications of carrying FT8 spots on the RBN. The most striking characteristic of FT8 spots is their sheer quantity, and it seems obvious that adding FT8 spots to the spot flow could have a huge impact on the infrastructure of the RBN. The RBN team said, 
We frankly do not know whether the RBN servers will be up to the task, so we decided we had better find out before the autumn contest season is upon us. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Celebrating the 35th anniversary of the first American woman to fly in space, NN4ASA will be on the air from NASA Marshall Space Flight Center Amateur Radio Club in Huntsville, Alabama, USA, operating from 0 hours UTC on the 18th until 23.59 UTC on the 24th. Activity is expected on 7.195, 14.235 and 21.295 MHz. An out-of-this-world QSL card is available. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ILLW. August 18 and 19th is International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. Members of the Darwin Amateur Radio Club will activate the Point Charles Lighthouse over the weekend of the international event. The lighthouse has never been activated before, so keep an ear out for them and hopefully make a contact. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Medical. In the text edition this week, you'll find a lot of URLs for ham groups involved in the medical field, from doctors, nurses, researchers, etc. One item on a blog caught our attention, which is entitled A Fresh Voice for NS3T. A Washington, D.C.-based broadcast journalist and radio amateur whose ability to speak was severely impaired a couple of years ago by a rare disorder is adopting a technological solution to return his voice to the airwaves. Jamie Dupree... NS3T suffers from tongue protrusion dystonia, which limits his speaking ability, forcing him to cease radio broadcasting and turn to print and online journalism to continue covering politics for Cox Media's group Capital Bureau. But now, Dupree plans to leverage technology that will give him a fresh voice. Dupree, 54, a contester and Potomac Valley Radio Club member, said in a blog post this week that his plight attracted the attention of his colleagues at Cox Media Group, who mounted an effort at the company's Atlanta headquarters to find a high-tech solution to getting back on the broadcast airwaves. He said, What they found was a Scottish company named Searpros, which agreed to sift through years of my archived audio and build a voice. The big news today is that it looks like it's going to work and allow me to talk on the radio again. He's calling it... Jamie Dupree, too. Does the voice sound perfect? No, but it does sound like me, Jamie said. When I type out some words, the text-to-speech program that I use spits them out in my new Jamie Dupree 2 voice. He conceded that the voice will sound robotic to some of his listeners, but added, for the first time in two years, I'll be back on the radio. Great news indeed, and we wish Jamie all the best for his return. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Young Timers. What do crickets, frogs and grasshoppers have to do with ham radio? Everything, if you ask the organisers of the school holiday electronics workshops being offered for school kids in July, as Robert, VK3DN, explains. The Bendigo Amateur Radio and Electronics Club have organised the workshops in Castlemaine to help grow the next generation of engineers and, of course, radio amateurs as well. In sessions geared to beginners aged 7 and older, students will learn the basics of electrical circuitry and get to build a solar-powered grasshopper of their own. The workshop for students 10 and older will teach the basics of soldering, though students will get a homebrew cricket or frog. The club is also planning a third workshop for returning students who have already been through the basics in previous workshops. For information and fees and schedule, contact the club via email at secretary at barrack.net.au. I'm Robert Broomhead, VK3DN. Thanks, Robert. And still with the kids, 
South African technology site My Broadband reports on the upcoming Youngsters on the Air event being held in August. The site says the Yota Youngsters on the Air event will be hosted in South Africa with 80 young people from 34 countries taking part. Yota is the most prestigious event on the International Amateur Radio Union Region 1 Youth Calendar. It brings together young radio amateurs who have a passion for radio and technology to learn new skills and share ideas about amateur radio and its future. The week-long program includes building a radio transceiver kit, launching and tracking of a high-altitude balloon with various radio equipment on board, honing their communication skills using multi-frequency amateur radio stations and other technology. Worldwide special interest groups Rescue Radio, Bomb Bomb Horse Enduro, Another Sark Lismore Success. It was cold, down to below 5 degrees. It was windy, gusting to over 40 kilometres an hour. In addition to the event competitors, endurance also encompassed operating communications, it seems. Roger, VK2LRB, Paul, VK2PMG, Chris, VK2ACD and Duncan, VK2DLR, weathered the weather and delivered another successful Sark radio support for the Bomb Bomb Horse Enduro. The operation kept track of just short of 80 riders competing on rides ranging from 20 to 80 kilometres. The relatively compact nature of the course lent itself to 2 metres simplex operation. Each checkpoint and base operation had its challenges. Operators withstood the onslaught of riders still bunched together from the start, approaching them in pitch black conditions that was taxing on their navigation skills. The riders were already under pressure, so calling out their rider number was lower than normal on their priority list. There were no serious incidents, but Sark handled requests for floats to recover horses that withdrew from the event. Sark's biggest contribution to the event was keeping track of the riders doing the longer multiple loop event. The event organisers, who do a fantastic job considering how small their committee is, had to rely on Sark's monitoring to ensure that all riders had been accounted for. Another page in the long chapter of Sark providing radio progress and welfare reporting for a community event. Well done. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Roar. Rotarians of Amateur Radio. Just an update of an event call sign that Felix, VK4FUQ, told us a few minutes ago, that of VE3R. Members of the Rotarians of Amateur Radio and Friends are now QRV with special event station VE3R until June 30th for the Rotary International Convention in Toronto. This is Cole, VK3LED, with the special interest group news on VK1WIA. And I leave you this week with VK2KMI and VK1AD. 7-3 and thanks for listening. Saturday, 4 August 2018. Radio amateurs in Australia's capital city, Canberra, are planning simultaneous activations of VK1 and nearby VK2 soda summits. Kicking off at 9am local, 2300 UTC, for operations over 2.5 to 3 hours. This radio amateur event is known locally as the VK1 Winter Soda QSO Party, now in its sixth consecutive year, where enthusiastic soda activators brave the Canberra cold weather, typically minus 5 degrees C, for a chance to work like-minded soda activators and chasers around VK, ZL and JA. Operations will cover HF through to microwave frequencies, 3.5 3.5 MHz up to 2.4 GHz, single sideband and CW modes. The VK1 SOTA QSO party showcases amateur radio to the Canberra community for at least those brave enough to climb local SOTA peaks on a cold, brisk day. I'm Andrew, VK1 Alpha Delta for the WIA News.
YLs around the world. YL Nets, Alara Net, Mondays, 10.30 UTC on 80 metres. YL Triple Two DX Net, 05.30 UTC on 20 metres. YL Activity Day is the 6th of each month. Listen on the air and call CQYL on 20 metres, 15 metres and 10 metres. Anza DX Net, Monday, is Ladies Day, 05.15 UTC on 20 metres. Full details including frequencies are available in the text version of this broadcast. Introducing Marianne, NS7X. Marianne made a comment on social media that I'm sure the ladies will love and will provide some insight to those planning ham radio events. She said, I've decided to do a forum at the next ham fest. I'm calling it the Ladies Afternoon Sewing Circle and RF Society. It's all about ambiance. Let's face it, the typical ham program could just as easily be the Thursday Afternoon Engineering Department graduate student seminar. There's the sterile environment, the expert standing at the front of the room pontificating with a PowerPoint, the occasional query from the audience, and the obnoxious guy who thinks he knows it all. My YL panel, she says, is going to be a bit more fun. It'll be like after the big holiday feast when all the dishes are done, the guys are in the den watching football, and the women are gathering around the kitchen table engaged in animated conversation. Of course, we'll be chatting about amateur radio, maybe over tea with ham and cucumber sandwiches. I've ordered a few fascinators to hand out to help with the mood. I figure I'll add miniature yagis to the fascinators. I think Marianne is on to something. I'm Kimberly Olson, VK2KMI, for the WIA National News. 30 minutes into WIA National News, time to say goodbye. On the social scene, in July, the 2nd to the 6th, VK4, Theresa Creek Campout, all week long. July 7 and 8 in VK3, Gipps Tech 2018. This is the 21st annual Gippsland Technical Conference. And August 4 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.